0: Doing great, Fawn.
1: I am going to mention this, even though it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but your baby made top ten at the Cotton Carnival, and she's five, and I'm so proud of her.
0: She is.
1: So cute.
0: Yeah, I'm super proud of what
1: what she does. (sighs) You should be so proud. She did such a good job. I have goosebumps talking about it. Thank you. Because I know how hard it is. Yeah. I know how hard it is, and she just gets up there and looks like she's a little tooth fairy. She's so happy. (laughs) She does. It's amazing. So please... Tell her, Auntie Fawn just wants to give her a big hug. Well, thank you. All right. Well, Bobby, I know um, being a cop right now is not really the hottest commodity.
0: Unfortunately, it is not. Um, You know, I still enjoy it very much. I always have, and hopefully I always will. Uh, But we're having trouble getting people uh, interested in the positions. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I'm just going to say what I always say. If it paid more, more people would want to do it. But, I mean, it depends on which division you go to, but... I know that you've said it a thousand times for you. It isn't even about the pay. I mean, obviously, you got to take care of your family, but it's more, there's something inside of you that wants to do this.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not for everybody. Um, and if you're looking to get into it for the money, obviously, it doesn't matter which department you go to, everybody always wishes they had more pay, regardless. Well, that's um, in radio, too. Yeah, it, it doesn't it matter, matter what any. job you do. Especially uh,
1: in small-town America. Yeah,
0: so you got to have it inside you, in your heart, and want to do this job in order to be successful at it.
1: Well, and I'm just going to put this scenario out there. Moochie was with someone he didn't even know. Got in a car with two of his girlfriends who said they knew this guy. He didn't even know them. Turns out probably not the wisest move because it turned out badly cuz right. we we don't know we don't know this guy i had to go get him at 9:30 at night and i told him do you realize that this is how every episode of dateline starts stop doing dumb things but it it could have gone badly very very quickly but his first question was to me was why did so many sh- cops show up i said because they all want to go home at night right. and they don't know who you are or who's in that car or what they're capable of you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. so Explain to people why sometimes when somebody gets pulled over,
0: a a lot of cops show up because you don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't know who we're dealing with all the time, uh, and very rarely do we know anything about that individual. Um, So whenever we do a traffic stop, for example, or if we're dealing with an individual, there may be multiple officers that show up just For safety reasons, you know, and it's not safety just for the officer, but for that individual they're dealing with as well. We want everybody to go home safe at night, whether that's the officer or the individual we're dealing with. That's the most important thing is that everybody goes home.
1: Right. I told, I told Moochie, I said, tell him your Nana said hi, and then I made sure the officers who knew me knew that he was my grandson, not because if he did something wrong, I wanted him out of trouble. I wanted him to calm down, to know that, I knew those people and that he was going to be treated very fairly. Because yeah. I said, if they tell you to do push-ups, do some stinking push-ups. I don't care. That's my boys in blue. You shut up. Do what you're told. I don't care if it seems weird
0: or abnormal. Do what you're told. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, At the end of the day, if somebody doesn't like the way something was handled, they if somebody doesn't like the way something was handled, they can always um, take it up later on by filing a complaint or handling it in court.
1: Exactly. So it handled it perfectly. I even asked Moochie to put, um, Skinner on the phone. I said, will you please yell at these <laughs> children and tell them how stupid they are? Because I was furious right. that this happened. Now,
0: we just had someone walk in. Please introduce her. So this is Officer Jessica Humphreys. Uh, she's fairly new to our department. Uh,
1: I know your daddy. <laughs>
0: Right on the microphone, though. Sorry. It seems weird to have that thing in your face,
1: but yeah, you got to be right on there. Yeah. All right. And nice loud voice, too. Um, She's relatively new. I saw you as SRO at my grandson's school. I'm the one who yelled, thank you for taking care of my babies. SRO. Were you SROing? Uh, No. Then it's someone who looks just like you. But anyway, um, you kind of fell into this, didn't you?
2: Like, fell into this? Yeah, did, well, as
1: a, as a cop, I mean, did you have a choice? Did Was your dad like, you're going to be a cop, and that's all there is to it? Did oh,
2: no, actually, he was um not all for it at first, but <laughs> then he, like, got more supportive as I, like, got more serious about it. He's like, oh, this is, like, actually happening, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but, okay. So we're having a hard time filling
0: positions.
1: We need cops. So when women say, I want to be a cop, you guys are like, come on with it. Absolutely. You you know, you want the girls too.
0: Yeah. They've definitely uh, are are a true benefit to our department. Yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) God, my God, you look like your mom. (laughs) It's almost freaking me Same out. I know your
2: whole family. I, I
1: know your whole family. Yeah, I do. I I know I know your sister in Shop put Simo famous. I know oh, yeah. I know your whole family. Wow. I call your dad Flapjack. So oh, make gosh. sure you make fun of him. All right. So, <laughs> um Bobby, when 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 you're looking for recruits, everybody who comes through the academy doesn't always make it, do they?
0: No, uh so the academy is very strenuous. So, we have to uh, you know, we The academy is one aspect, but then we also have the background checks and our uh, stipulations that they have to abide by in order to make it all the way through.
1: Right, because this, I mean, this is serious. You're going to be dealing with the best of the best and the worst of the worst.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because normally people don't like to get pulled over and get written tickets.
0: Right. I don't like getting pulled over and getting tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody does. I don't think it's a good time for anybody. (laughs) Uh, And I don't don't like issuing those either. Uh, But unfortunately, that's just... You know, it's part of the job and what we have to do from time to time.
1: So how long have you been, Jessica?
2: So I've been at the KPD since, uh, I think, 21, January of 21. Okay. But on patrol side, I just started in this January of 23.
1: Are you still considered a noob?
2: Yeah, I, I think they say like you're a newbie until like three years or more in. Isn't okay, so you're yeah. a
1: noob. I met a bunch of noobs at the roll call the other day. They were like, How long have y'all been here? I only knew three of them, and everybody else was two years or less. And yeah. I was like,
0: Wow. Yeah, we've got yeah. a lot of new new officers with us, uh, which is great because it brings great ideas, new mm-hmm. ideas and kind of a fresh start to the department. So
1: And young uh, people can run faster and chase longer? Absolutely. And so I don't have <laughs> I don't know to about you. <laughs> So you're going through the Academy, I know, you know. Flapjack was a cop for pretty much your whole life growing up. You saw what he had to go through, but you saw how much family time you missed. You saw all, basically probably only saw him sleeping. So what made you decide that that's the career path you wanted to go? What draws you into that?
2: I think just the aspect of um, helping people and the uh, satisfaction that you get from that, even though sometimes it feels like it's few and far between, like mm-hmm. it's worth it. The one time that you can maybe out of the whole day, so that's what motivated me to keep getting through it. Is that like there's somebody that needs to do the job? I guess mm-hmm. is kind of where I came.
1: Well, uh, you're part you're part of my blue family now. So you know, just because I know your family doesn't mean you're now even more family than they are because you're in you're in my blue family. Yeah. <laughs> so, but there has to be a reason somebody signs up and wants to do this. Not everybody makes it, Bobby. You said we were saying because.
0: It's there's more to it than people think there is when yes. they sign up. And we've had individuals get, um, they got hired with us, went through the academy, and started day one working the road with us. And one month, two months later, they they say it's just not for me. Yeah, and they leave and you never see them again. Right, uh, which is unfortunate, but at the same time, it's it's a reality check for a lot of people. Once mm-hmm. they see what we do day in and day out, they're like i don't think this is for me
1: yeah it's not for me i know that for sure i did the police experience after that day i was like hell with this there's no way i could do your job there's just no way a lot of people feel the same way about my job but i think everybody finds their niche right Mm -hmm. and so now that you're in your niche how's it going
2: I think it's I think it's going good. Like I'm still learning. Some something comes up every day that I'm just like I have no idea how to handle this. But I yeah. think that's like part of the fun too. Is like learning new things, experiencing a lot of crazy new things all the time. So yeah, you know I've crazy. been doing this yeah. for
0: ten years now, and there's still new things that pop up on my end that I'm like, uh, how are we going to handle this situation? You know, it's it. And I think that's part of why I love the job so much is the challenges that you get to face every day, uh, and it's something new. I'm uh-huh. not stuck in a factory, hmm. uh, you know, boxing things up. I couldn't do that either. I couldn't either. I'd uh, lose my mind. Know, I'm I'm out, I can Get out, see the world.
1: Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's really good. Yeah, it's awesome. So he's he's a veteran, Um, so oh, yeah. <laughs> there's that. But what would you t- say to the young people who are... Because I have a grandson who thinks he wants to be a cop. I don't know if he's got what it takes, but we'll see. He's doing military first. But what would you say to a young person thinking about law enforcement?
2: Miss um, Jessica
1: Flapjack <laughs> Humphreys.
2: <laughs> I'd probably say, uh, like really think about if it's what you want to do first, take it seriously and um, stick with it. Cause I know there's been several times that I've even thought like, you know, like this is crazy. Like what am I doing? But if you stick with it, you start to find more of a place and you get more comfortable in what you're doing and more confident. And so, yeah, that's what I'd say. Just stick with it and stay motivated. Don't a lot of people, I think start to fall into a burnout really quickly, especially today. Mm -hmm. But I just, just, They motivated by something. Well, and I love that
1: more and more little girls are looking at it because females are just as good at this as as men. I would feel very comfortable having a female have my back if she's gone through the same training I have and do the same things I do. You know, that would be fine.
0: Yeah, no, like I said before, they're a huge asset to our department, and we love having them around. Yeah. I wish we had more.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I really do. I wish we had more uh, cops, period. I wish we do. And I know you've got a lot of new police officers How many new ones do you have, like 14?
0: Um, Within the last year. Yeah, within the last year, we probably have 10, 8 or 10, I would say. So those are freshies. I mean, those are fresh out of the pot. here. We've (laughs) got four or five that we're sending through the academy now. So that's something else that the city started uh, a few years ago is we will sponsor cadets through the academy. So they get their academy paid for, and they also receive a salary while they're attending the academy.
1: Let me just toss this out. We need more black officers. Yeah. Could we please get more black officers, please? Because we want young African-American or, as I say, black people to want to get into law enforcement so that there is an association with the fact that you can be anybody and be a police officer. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, we want Chinese and Arabs and everybody else, too, so everybody be a cop. All right. So we need more police officers. And I know right now the climate is kind of iffy. But don't let that deter you because once you're like Jessica and you realize it's not just me out here. There's somebody else going to come running should there be something crazy happen. You Mm -hmm. know, somebody's going to be there to have your back and you become part of a family. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part of what you all do that I would love the most. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I I like you'll start a traffic stop and like, at least on my platoon, like someone will be there within the first 30 seconds. I haven't even done a security check yet. And someone's already there. So yeah,
1: and that's how it should be. Yeah. Because when you do the security check, you don't know who you're dealing with. Could be anybody. He could have lied about who he is, and 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 then there you are. So, what do people do to become a new police officer, Bobby? What do they do? Uh,
0: if they want to work for Cape PD, they can find the applications on the Cape City of Cape Dorado website, and then uh, they can just fill out the application there and start the process. Uh, there is a the next academy will be started in January, so we want to make sure that. We get their applications in pretty quick, so we can start the background check and all the processes that we need to do with the interviews and the oh, testing. Oh man, you
1: got to pass a background check to be a yeah, cop. What kind of special hell is that? Let me get a picture of you two together. Cheese, yay! So that's for your podcast. <laughs> um, I'm going to. Um, we've got 30 seconds left, but I'm just going to end with <laughs> Jessica saying thank you for yeah. you know not only following in in Jimmy's flapjacks. I got to
2: know this Flapjack story. like
1: Because he came in one morning, Go <laughs> call me Fonny O'Fonny. Oh, I was like, okay, Jimmy Flapjack, Flippity Flop, <laughs> Flu Flu, Jimmy Jack. And so we just started calling each other names, and oh. it stuck. So I went with Flapjack just because Jimmy Jack, Flapjack, Jimmy John, was too long. <laughs> and um friend of your mom is extraordinary, and uh, so is mm-hmm. your sister. So your whole family's <clears throat> amazing. Love them all. I know his whole family, too, so don't be weirded yep. out. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Alright. So, public information officer Bobby Newton, this is Cap, uh, cap chat. This is Cop Shop with Bobby. Make sure you tune in again the last Friday of each month to learn more. And, Jessica, thanks for being part of it.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: You're very welcome. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you, Vaughn. We'll talk to you soon. Make sure you check out his weekly video and his podcast. He's trying to take over my job, but it's not going to happen. Bobby, you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. It is 830. Oh, it's 830.